Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> I like what? it fucking brawling, you're a Leeds eating bastard. Like some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensel player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. You weird floating head nonce. Weird floating head person, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Auto No Better podcast, of course. Episode 18 of season four. I'm Smarty, and this evening I'm joined by a wonderful pair of proper blokes, proper Yorkshire blokes, apart from Carl, uh, Gilly and Carl. Carl's <laughs> obviously the Irish fella that we've uh, alluded to in our tweets on Twitter. Mm. How are you doing, boys? Are you well? yeah. Who supports Italy? Yes. You were both well. Why is he? Why is cracking. He? Yeah. Cracking and mighty. Just like a little bottle of fairy liquid, Carl. Smaller yeah. and mighty. Smaller and mighty. Smaller and mighty. hairy. Hairier than the average bottle of fairy liquid. Um, we're going to get into a few bits this evening. We're going to cover the Borough match. We're going to look towards the Blackburn game away on Saturday. We've also got some predictions, updates required from Mr. Ramskill down there at the bottom. Have you got any updates in the league positions for us, please? Auto no better predictions. Like clockwork, this shit. I'll like clockwork, it, isn't it? Fucking well oiled machine. <laughs> so we've uh, two fixtures to update on. So uh, Swansea, the first. Um, so I went three one. Fans went three one, and Jay went three one. So five points all around for us. Um, Smarty Fuck went two one. Gets himself one point. Luke went 2-0, Carl went 4-2, and Bren went 2-0. That's three points all round, giving us a table after Swansea of Jay at the bottom on 11, Fans on 14, Smarty on 17, having oh, been I've leapfrogged dropped. by both Luke and Carl, who are joint Bastards. third on 18. Bastards. Myself on 25, and Bren in the lead on 28. 
Fucking hell. So we then moved to Bury. Oh. Ah, Bren went 2-1 leads. Jay went 3-2 leads. No, he fucking second didn't. Week, second match in a row. He got Jesus it spot on. Yeah. Carl went 2-0. Luke went 2-1. Smarty went 2-1. I went 2-1. And Alison in the fans, went one all draw. Ooh. <laughs> do we have a little subtraction, uh, subtraction to do, do we? We do. <laughs> uh, so Jay was on 11 and the fans were on 14. And Jay's off the bottom of the table now on 16 points and the fans have dropped to the bottom of the table on 11. Ah. Giving us fans on 11, Jay on 16, Carl on 19. Smarty Leapfrog's Carl again. Get moves to 20. Net. Luke in third place on 21. I'm on 28. And Bren's on 31. That's a cracking, <laughs> cracking effort, is that, chaps? It's nice one. one right? I tell you what, it's just nice to not be at the bottom of the league. You know, <laughs> that's, that's become my home. Table. Yeah, it's just become my table. home over the last, uh, well, certainly last season anyway, with my uh, with my predictions and the, and the lack of, or just, well, whatever. Um, so yeah, that, well, it, it keeps I just, I just want to address, um, I just want to address Jay's question there. Isn't it five points for a cat, Scott? Yes, it is. You were on six. You then moved to 11 and you're now on 16. There you He's go, Jay. come out of nowhere there, the little shite, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Has he got two bang on right? How has he got uh, two? A bloody in a row as well. How has it even happened? I Can't preferred expect. him when he was a miserable bastard, you know. It should be bad. It should be bad. <laughs> I'm going to let him... I'm going to... Well, what I'll do is this week, I'm going to copy whatever Jay goes with, and then he'll get nothing. And then that's just... Because that's just my... <laughs> anyway, lads, um, let's move on to the Borough game. Carl, what are your thoughts? Um, did you enjoy the day? Were you a little bit uh, scared at all towards the end when the thought... You know? What, what are your thoughts, mate? How did you, how did you get on? Uh, I, quite, uh, I quite enjoyed the game for the most part, but I... <laughs> It was funny, I turned to my mate that I go with and uh, I just said, like, after Wednesday, I was kind of a little bored halfway through the first half because it was <laughs> there was no goals, you know, and I was kind of like, yeah. ah, you know, it's, we've had three goals in the space of five minutes and we've got nothing now. We, we had nothing to build up to and now we have nothing <laughs> at all, really. Um, but overall, I think that, you know, the game was all right. I thought we controlled it quite well when they went to 10 men I wouldn't say it was convincing if it was convincing we'd have probably got another 2 or 3 goals um, I was overall, expecting a bloody rugby score after the first 5 or 6 minutes anyway <laughs> 7 or 8 well, yeah, yeah, I Jesus guess, Christ uh, thought Christ alive what's going to happen here <laughs> it was a it was a bit of a mad game like that, like people went on about Bielsa ball being a bit like basketball but sure, I think basketball is nearly as, <laughs> is nearly as, as crazy as Bielsa ball but in different ways like Nothing's as exciting as Bielsa Ball, though, is it? No, but like, there's, there's crazy similarities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you reckon to the atmosphere? Because uh, I've been quite vocal about the uh, well, the lack of atmosphere, should I say, over the last few games. What do you reckon to that? I, uh, I thought it was a lot better than it was previous games. Definitely Wednesday night. I think the lads mentioned it on uh, the pod yesterday as well that... It's different when it's a midweek game because people aren't on the sesh all day and there isn't that yeah. kind of vigorous kind of rah with yeah, the with the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Gilly were on uh, BNC for for uh, for the Swansea game and we, we 
didn't go into too much detail, but basically said that, you know, obviously, you know, given the fact that it's a midweek game and stuff, we would have expected it to be maybe slightly muted or so, but not as mm. silent and as dead, you know, pretty much. Especially after such a good game and such a decent performance as well. It's just, it was just, I couldn't really put my thumb on it or my finger, mm. perhaps. Um, yeah, I've got a weird way of saying that now. It's like my finger, I don't know. Um, it's utensils, isn't it? Yeah, um, utensils. But yeah, I couldn't put my finger, finger on it, but. Um, yeah, I think Saturday's Saturday's um, atmosphere were much better. I mean, you're guaranteed to get a decent atmosphere with, with Borough fans anyway, because you know whatever you think of them as a as a as a fan base or you know whatever, they are a good good. They are a good good crowd, aren't they? Well, they like, are, they're, they're quite loud in spots. Yeah, they are. Quite I mean, they loud. didn't sing a frigging an absolute chuffing sausage when they went three one down. They didn't. No. You didn't hear a peep from them until they started. You know, they got a goal back and they start again, and then you get your yeah, where's your famous atmosphere and football in the library and all that sort of shit. Once we'd had enough, the usual fucking shite. But you know, yeah. all in all, uh, yeah, I, I, I rather enjoyed Saturday myself. Um, Gilly, what are your thoughts, mate? Did you enjoy it? Did you have a lovely day out? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um... We went to a gig afterwards as well, so it was always a, a, a bit of a um, let's get into it. Yeah, I, yeah, we were ought to have been joined by some other members of the podcast, so Carl and I yeah. made it. Um, but somebody else were conspicuous by their absence, weren't the Smarty and Jay, who's in the I comments. I don't know what you mean. I was taken <laughs> uh, a, a leave of absence, I did, I wasn't very well. To be fair, to be fair, I wore I wore pretty badly. I, I managed to drag my ass out of the uh, out of bed to go to the game. I didn't have any pints. I didn't. I didn't even see you guys did I before the game, and I just went straight home and kind of just suffered in silence a little bit on Saturday. But no, apart from, apart from that, um, you know, everyone complaining about weather. I like it when it's cold. I like, oh, do, do you know what I mean? At all. I, I like it. I don't know about you guys, but there's no better for me apart from when it's pissing it down because that's just shit. Full stop. But when it's cold and it's but it's crisp and clear, there's no better than wrapping yourself up, up, up getting me old lead snood on there, getting yeah, a nice big, big coat thick jacket on. Ah, big coat weather, big coat, <laughs> and then just going and, and and enjoying a nice game of football, and it's just yeah. it's just great. But you see there, people shaking like shiting dogs, fucking <laughs> freezing. Like you're coming out, it's fucking one degree, <laughs> and you're there in a fucking shell suit near enough. No, yeah. no, no, you know what I mean. What do you expect? Not doing a guy fucking marathon. So uh, yeah. got, just, I'll come on to the atmosphere question that you asked just now. But uh, there were a guy at front. We we were in North East Lower for this one. Um, and there were, there were a guy at the front, just just in a lead shirt, and he would he would he would he couldn't concentrate on anything. He would just stood there, just checking. He's like checking what, away. What a dickhead! Yeah. <laughs> just appropriately, it's fine. What was yeah, Billy Connolly said? There's no such thing as bad weather. Only the wrong clothes. Absolutely, no, freaking dead right. And there were a couple of lads stood with me, and you know, I was—I I look like a fucking yeti. I mean, I'm a, kind of a big lad anyway, but I, I was like, I was like a fucking Chester wardrobe stood there, with my coat on and stuff. Like that. All right, why do they not that fucking and big? The, and, no, I don't mean like that. I mean, the, my coat smells massive. big. It's fucking right. It smells big. Don't get used. Anyway, so I was stood with a couple of lads who literally just had a little jackets on like that. But I make a, I make an absolute. Um, I make a beeline for them. And I go, fucking hell, I'm grabbing a bit, lads. It's fucking warm, isn't it? How are you doing over there? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Both shaking. They've got numb fingers. Fucking frostbite. <laughs> oh, fucking cold here. Dickheads. Uh, anyway, um, so, so yeah, anyway, Gilly, what so do you think I of the game? In, I would eat northeast lower. And um, although when I've been saying, actually, the atmosphere is not, not as good as I would have hoped or it, it has been, um, I would eat south and I would eat cheese. 
in northeast lower i think you get to hear a bit more of the noise because you're not in the noise if that makes sense yes um and so you know the cops always a bit quieter it's full of old people um if you ask lyndon barney and and moses and and the lot um and before anybody else gets offended, that's an in-joke. I'm not saying everybody in the cop's an old person. Um, but uh, <laughs> So you, you get the noise coming from the cop, and you also hear what's coming across from Cheese and South, and you get you get a bit more of a, an, a feeling of what's going on. Um, so, it, But it did feel better. Um, whether it was genuinely better or because of where I was sat, I, I don't know, because how do you compare it without doing both? But uh, mm. it did it did seem better. I think when, when you get into the game, I think... Do you know it, it went enjoyable? <laughs> I'm, you know, you're seven minutes in, and there's there's already two goals and on ours, and, and one for them, and and it's all kicking off. It's all going off. You think it's going to be a a rugby league score? Um, it was enjoyable. I thought. Um, I think some of the comments I've seen afterwards, like if, if you if you if you listen to that scummer um, that's their gaffer, thinks that they'd done more than enough to win the game. Um, and I, I really didn't think that was the case. I thought they really played into our hands. I think if you if you consider the sides that have played a low block against us, they've just been really dour and negative. Those are the ones that we struggle against. And the ones that come and play football, well, those are the ones that we get a bit of joy against. And it felt like both Swansea and Borough tried playing football against us and we beaten both. Um, and, and I think if you look at the balance of the game, we should have won it by three or four. I think it's, it's real... I think if you look at it in context and say, right, it's 3-2 when we've hit the post, if you're a, a Borough fan or their gaffer or whatever, um, I can kind of, I can see that. Um, he thought they had a strong penalty shot. We didn't think it was a penalty at all. Um, but on balance of the game, I think I think they were really lucky to be anywhere close to us by then. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I th- what did you guys think of the referee's performance as well, just before we just you know close this yeah, I- game out? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm hearing more often than not, you know, that the, the referee didn't necessarily have a decent enough game. I think, he, I, to be honest, he seemed I think to he let, was I mean, for this, both. Yeah, I, I think, think he washed it for both, but I think he was, uh, uh, yeah, a, bit, a little bit poor. But from from maybe it's a biased point of view, I don't know. But he seemed to let them get away with a little bit more than us. It's yeah. like Rutter's Rutter's uh, yellow Rutter's card. Rutter's booking really pissed me that off. That was a fucking yeah. joke. That really I couldn't. I, I was like, that. "What the? What are you? What is going on there? Like, what have you yeah. seen that we haven't? You know?" But yeah, I thought generally. Um, it, so it was I poor. think what he saw there is um, about a minute or two before that, Rutter had a challenge put in on him. Mm. Guy won the ball, but it were a bit industrial. Bit yes, um, and he's jumped straight back up, and he's right over that, and he's 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 over to him. He's he's. Rutter's not going to go slot anybody. He'd get his ass kicked. No. But he, he, he bounced back up and he were aggressive and in somebody's face. And then a minute or two later, he's putting a, a big challenge himself. I think that if the ref books a couple of those tackles just in the lead up to that in the 10 minutes prior, that should mm-hmm. have been yellow cards if Rutter's was, I'll be a lot less pissed off. But Rutter got booked basically for the ref noticing that he'd got up aggressively two minutes yeah. before and I think that's a yeah, load yeah. of shit and I think that that's that's really poor referee and I think you you, you know all, what all we're looking for is consistency and that's mm. what he were lacking it's I mean, um, come sorry just to say that he was a a, a Premier League referee uh, and put in a performance like that it kind of yeah. it, it makes you think like Jay, Jay Michaels makes a great point here said ref looked out of his depth like 
I don't know if he looked out of his depth or is he just incompetent? Like, um, or is it just that they rely well, on the, uh, the the technical area, the yeah. VAR officials and stuff, and people just speaking in his ear constantly? You know, do maybe, you think yeah, is that did, making them? Do did they rely on making it too them much? Sorry. Do you think is it making them no, more incompetent? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? You know, Jay's got a point haven't, in haven't. the comments as well. He said this recently. We keep getting awful refs. They're not biased. They're just shit. Mm. Apparently, the Swansea ref got put on Alfred to know town for his next game. I don't even know. I, I've never even heard of that team before in my life, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, it, it, with hindsight, I mean, it's easy for this to complain and, and, you know, given that, you know, we didn't think that we maybe got as much as we should have done and they, you know, they got away with this and the other. But we did get one of their, well, I say we, <laughs> they themselves got one of their players sent off and rightfully so. I and mean, we also got a penalty, etc. But I think on the whole, and I think I'm, I'm guessing that we're all agreeing that the, the, the refs, and we go on about this, and we did it even when we were in the Premier League, but they're all substandard. They're just not very, very good. And the refs in the Premier League rely too much on VAR and, and just need their asses wiping. And, and that's too influential on, on most of their decisions. They seem to get everything wrong as, as soon as VAR is involved. It's an absolute blessing to not have to... Re- uh, to, to it just ruins the match-going experience, doesn't it? Let's be honest. But it's just such a, such a nice thing to not have to rely on anyone de- deciding whatever they will basically anything in the fucking VAR room because they just ruin it all so I'm so glad that we don't have that yeah. but yeah the, the referees are just substandard and uh, it's 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 a it's just becoming the norm unfortunately it is yeah. strange to me that we're in a situation where the richest league in the world in the Premier League uh, and then probably I mean certainly the best um, second division anywhere in the world is the championship. I don't think there's any second division anywhere that can rival it. But it's probably one of the top ten leagues in the world, just on, on its own. Um, I was oh, just, I would, yeah, I, would, I was just about to say that. But um, uh, sorry, yeah, Russ Vernon's just said Alfreton Town are playing against Walsall FA Cup. Yeah, they're in second round, um, and it's nil nil after forty minutes. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, but, but it, it's it's one of them where there's that much money in the game. How have they not attracted the talent across the world to come and referee? Why aren't, why don't we have the best referees in the world? And I know we've we've banged on about it. How many times have we talked about saving football when we, we talk about, right, okay, well, we bring in top uh, class referees from Italy and France and Spain and we send ours the other way so that we, you're not getting any of that conscious or unconscious bias towards their team and whatever else. Um, but... Why, why are we not just bringing in the top talent across the world if we've got all the money? It, it's, it's something really I've never strange. heard anyone say before, to be fair. You've got a very valid point. Um, you don't see any kind of you know foreign uh, referees coming and managing. No, you know, when we you, recruit when, players from all over the world. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, why, why, why don't we do it? I mean, obviously they might want to promote you know English British referees or whatever, you know. But when when you look, I mean, I don't want to compare it to rugby, but when you when you see the referees in rugby and, and the referees in, in in football, they're just completely different. Rugby referees demand respect, but they seem to make and, and call judgment calls and and all the video refereeing and all that sort of stuff. It's crystal clear. We've said this before, and I don't really want to make this out to be VAR because we've got nothing to do with VAR. But we may we may do. No, next we're going to suffer it again at how, some point. Exactly, at some point we may do next season, depending on where we finish. Um, and what's but, even worse yeah. is they're talking about bringing additional elements into VAR scope <laughs> instead of reducing its footprint, which is to my and mind like the automated, the automated. Well, stuff. it should be automated offside. Um, has worked in the Champions League, has worked in a major international tournament, yeah. and and, and yeah. you know, that that that's been proven to work. Uh, but they're talking about cross. Uh, 
corners and, and, and stuff like that falling into the scope of VAR. Mm. Well, well, if yeah. you imagine how much it slows it crazy. down now for goals and, and, and goal celebrations and whatever else, uh, you know, they're trying to um, maximise the amount of time the ball's in, in play. But you're going to have 15, 20 minutes worth of added on time every half if you, if you go to a VAR check every time there's a potential yeah. corner. It's, it's all bullshit. Mm. No, what they need to do is really reduce down serious foul play goals. Yeah, um, yeah. automate the offside, and that's it. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. Just, like just, I say, just, I didn't want to. I didn't want to turn this into VR because, like I say, it's nothing to do with us. But you know, you, you just think some of the decisions that were made on field, and you know, you, you can kind of reflect to seasons past where we have had to sort of deal with VAR and all that shit. But it's not something we have to worry about, unfortunately. However, the referees and being incompetent shit houses are, and that's that's where we kind of stem that little argument from. So mm. yeah, um, I think it's just something that we're just gonna have to get you know deal with. And like I say, and I've, I've said this a few times, you know, being in the championship, it's just, it's like, do you know what? It's like a nice little holiday. It's like a nice little break that you don't want to leave because <laughs> at some point we're going to have to be promoted again at some point, whether it's fucking another 20 years or whether it's another two years. Maybe it might be the end of this season. We will end up back in the Premier League and we will end up back with that shit. But I think we should just enjoy the shit decisions at this point. I think that's where the, that's where we're kind of going with it. At this yeah, point, absolutely. You know? it, 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 it's it's more enjoyable knowing that you can celebrate or get pissed off without going. Oh, hang on a minute! I've got to wait for some fucking two hundred miles down the road to make a decision as to whether this stands or not. That's yeah. not involved in the game at all, and it's just got massive amounts of control that somebody else has decided they need. It don't work. It just yeah. don't work. Do you know what? Uh, what kind of came to my head there as well as like that that offside for Bamford where Jaden Anthony scored the the winner where was it was it down at Stoke was it um and Bamford was offside by like that whole no I know we um, didn't but Bamford oh, right, was called okay. offside winner. yeah yeah no yeah yeah sorry and uh it was a game before Stoke uh, not Stoke I'll just said Rotherham was it? it might have been Rotherham yeah I think yeah. it was Rotherham yeah but like that was called, and it, it was the right call in the end when you look at it. But it was tight. But I'd rather have that and get the game going again, and have the potential of like not just standing around for fucking ten minutes and and hoping to God that something comes of it, you know? Because that just kills it, like Gilly was saying there. It's like you're going to end up with the fifteen minutes and all that kind of crack. Like, do you think Gilly is what they're doing with the 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 more bits to add to? that VAR can judge off. Do you think is that a consequence of them bringing in this whole, this is how much extra time we're actually going to play because of VAR? No. Uh, or I, is it just... I think it's them trying to justify their existence. I think they yeah. know the shit. I think they know they've been shit. Uh, uh, I think they know they're hated. And mm. I think they know that um, they're in a, a, a very untenable position. And therefore, if they expand the score, they're justifying their existence that bit more. Right, okay, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. A few, few people have already uh, said in the comments, um, you know, having to wait for VAR and all that shit, it's just, it's just fucking soul-destroying. Whereas now yeah. when you score, you can literally look at Lino, oh, there's no flag, brilliant, we can celebrate as you would do normally. Mm. And that's, that's, that's all it is, you, you, milliseconds, literally milliseconds. Yeah. And I, I quite like giving Lino shit. I, I don't know about you guys. I mean, mm. I, I'm always fucking shouting at them, you're useless. The one thing I would say is... Uh, I've got a lot of time for the uh, lino that were in front of us in front of the northeast because uh, it was a lady linesman, like the lines person, and she got untold amounts of shit from the dickheads behind us. Absolute, yeah, dead right. Absolutely. 
If if they what? want to do the job, then they get as much shit as you would do if you were a chuffing male. Why so not? Equal opportunity. Yeah. But, but but give the generic stuff and not give the um oh, sexy no. stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, right, yeah, okay, no. fair yeah, enough. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, fair so enough. So absolutely, yeah. and that was a conversation that we had at the time is men would be getting a load of shit as well. Yeah. Um, but but it, not it was, related to the stuff. gender, etc. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah no, well, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's uncalled for and out of order. Fire um, abuse all you want. Don't get fucking personal about it. Well, you basically, can, you can make it. Yeah, yeah make get, it get personal, personal about it all you want. You can actually. make it a little bit personal. I've seen you're ginger liners getting called Ron that? Weasley and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> get out of the sun, you ginger bastard, etc. You know all that stuff. I'm all fucking for it. But yeah, don't bring gender into it, for Christ's sake. That'll be something else that we get fined for. So we've done predictions. Um, anything else in the Borough game? Anything about Borough that you liked? How they pro- how they um, played against us? Just to, to, to cap it off. I think I think they might have really missed uh, Sam, uh, yeah. which is a real shame, isn't it? Shame. <laughs> so now we can now we can go and win them more points now that he's had to avoid the game against us, which is yeah. nice. Uh, and I hope that fat meth from outside the ground that were giving us loads of shit before that looks like Jack Harrison if he never found football. Um, <laughs> that's a Borough fan. I hope he really enjoyed it because he hates Leeds. So I hate him. I've never even heard since that video came out. I've not heard a frigging peep from him. And he used to do their uh, some sort of Middlesbrough TV. Yeah, yeah he used Bur- to, they used to have the, TV or something like that. Yeah, something like that. One, I've went over a frigging peep from him. And I thought we'd have seen some sort of little video or something outside because I think that video came from Bielsa's first season. I think that was 2018-19 season, that video. I'm sure it was. Mm. Uh, might have been the season after when we got promoted. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty certain it was that season. But I hadn't heard a peep from him. It'd be nice to see uh, see where he's up to these days, but I don't think he even does the, the Borough TV thing anymore. So who knows? If you're out there, mate, get in touch. Uh, we'll even get you on here for, the, uh, for your home leg. Jay's just popped this up because um, this did actually happen, and I think it was Lidl. Uh, and he said at the end, why don't you piss off to Lidl for your cheap beer? And then it actually came out that he worked there. No. <laughs> uh, quick look. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I might have to we get think Danny that's from, why he uh, went quiet on, on the socials. Is that why he went quiet? <laughs> that would be a shame if a certain person from a certain other podcast were to uh, learn of this and uh, make some sort of video or uh, meme <laughs> Danny yeah. from uh, from not another least podcast. Um, if you're out there and you're listening. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't mind Borough. Like you said, they, they, bring a good, they, they do bring a good atmosphere regardless. Um, they did kind of go a little bit quiet, but whatever. But I, I do like the fact that these teams will come to Elland Road rather than just sitting there and, and you know taking whatever we want to give to them. <clears throat> But they, they will want try to and play, play football. They want yeah, to play want... football, and you yeah. you can respect that and you appreciate that, don't you? You know, yeah. they play some decent football. They tried to exploit our uh, right hand left backs. Um, their first goal were maybe a bit of naivety from from Archie Gray, Melier. We'll we'll, we'll touch on later. Probably how wonderful was he though for the rest of the game, Archie Gray? Oh yeah. mate, his ear is there. Well, is well he was, let's, he was let's, genuinely amazing. Yeah, let's get into that because Archie Gray. I mean, fucking hell! If we've still got him next season, <laughs> if we are in the Premier League and we, yeah. he's gone, isn't he? He'll, he'll he's gone. Gone. He's I mean, gone. He's 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 just he's so good. There were so many times you think, fucking hell, he's under pressure here, and then all of a sudden he's done that thing where he's turned around and all of a sudden he's got 10 yards of space. Like, how on earth has he done that? And he's, he, you know, he, he was getting forward. He was putting in dangerous crosses. He was just, mm. he was taking the piss as we chanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I found it phenomenal how um, composed he is in the tightest of areas of the pitch with 
one or two players around him, he still manages to just find the pass, find the what needs to be done. Like it's it's incredible. His his football intelligence is through the roof. Um, and one of the lads with that I go football with, he was we were just having that chat, and he was like, "How does he do it?" And I was like, "Well, look at who his uncle is. Look at who his great uncle is. Look at who yeah. his dad is. You know what I mean?" <laughs> Absolutely. It's literally in his genes, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm <laughs> kicking a football. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, but to, to like taking that away, like you know, he's he's a serious talent. We like he is probably more talented than James Milner at that age. I think. Oh God, without a doubt. And, and that's without that's, a doubt. That's and it. I'm not like, t- I don't want to take anything from James Milner. No, because Milner were class, but. You know, you you look at you see you sporadically sporadically see these players, you know, through the generations, these little glimpses of of, of players. You know, we had you know the, we've seen quite a few of them in in our, in our side. We won't name them all. We won't go mm. there. But you know, every now and again, you know, a young talent will come through. You know, probably Sam Byram. You know, the the Lewis Cook and the rest of them are probably the last generation. You know, Calvin Phillips, if you want to throw him in there. Mm. You know, you'll get these youth that'll come and they'll they'll sparkle and they'll they'll leave or whatever. But Archie Gray for me, is the best youth prospect I think I've probably ever seen at Leeds. And I'm just going to throw that out there. Don't know where you guys sit on that. Well, playing in the first team, for sure. In the first team, yeah. yeah. I think um, at, at the same point, at the same age, I think the only one for me that, that, that gets near Don't him... Don't say his name. And it is Don't near him, is Delph. All right, sorry. I thought you were going to oh. go with Kewell. No. <laughs> We don't even say that name on this well, that's, podcast. Well, that's what I was saying. I, was I said that on, on Twitter Calm today down. that we don't Holy say God that down. name. Stop it. No, Stop I, it. He, I think if you look at Delph and if you look at the injuries that he had and how they hampered mm. him, I think the actual ability that he had, mm. um, and you know, he, he, he did have a decent career even with the, the injury situation. But if he'd have been injury-free, I think you'd have seen him win it all. You have seen Milner win it all, but Milner's won it all, I think, based on just the, the sheer work he got through. Yeah. Um, he was a talented player because you don't get to that level without being a talented of player. You don't. No, of but he built that on that ethic of working it, harder it, than it, anybody else. Milner's a solid player, though, isn't he? You know, we've had quite a few solid players. The 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 steady the steady eddies, if you want to call them, who will make the right judgment. Will do you know? Will hold the ball up or make the right pass. But Archie goes that little bit more. In fact, probably a lot more. By he won't just make the right decision. He'll do it whilst making the player and look like an absolute cock. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it, it will because he'll, he'll he'll fake a pass and he'll just take it round him and off he goes. Whereas Milner probably plays it inside or he holds the balls up and makes a safe pass. Archie doesn't. He makes the guy look a complete cockwomble and and he's gone and he's away and he's crossing the ball and the other side or playing a, a lovely forty yard, fifty yard pass out to the left wing. Yeah. yeah, and it's and that that that's 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 the difference, and this is and what we're seeing. That switched to Somerville across actually yeah. set up one of the goals, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. because he, like, he, you know he, he, he turned on a sixpence, then well, beat with a penalty, won it? I then, think he gave it to Rutter, oh, it and then was, Rutter got it the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Like all everything you're saying there is is absolutely spot on, Smarty. And I, I just think everything he does is so simple. Right? There was turns there where he was just receiving the ball and he was just dropping the shoulder one way and going the other. Yeah. They're like the you can say they're they're not difficult things to do, but he was selling them to, to seasoned pros Absolutely. in the, in yeah, the yeah. championship. And like they're 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 very kind of easy things to do, but to do them that well and that consistent and and 
everywhere on the pitch he's at got that the balls age. to do it at, at that, that age. age yeah yeah it's it's just phenomenal like I, I i don't know like he'll he'll be a like on a jude bellingham tra- trajectory if we don't go up this year i think yeah probably i mean the, the, the Dortmund are already looking at him <laughs> yeah there's you know? there's always going to be that comparison when you've seen a young player just their career to just go sky high in that in that way on as you say on that trajectory um, I think it's 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 quite a weight to put on his shoulders at this point in time, given that Bellingham is probably the best player in the world at this point, and he's just one golden no boy. I think about it is, isn't it? Mm. There's um, no probably about he's, it. He's just there? on fire. Uh, yeah. He's not even playing up front, uh, and he's outscoring everybody. So, ten goals, you know, ten um, yeah, in twelve games or something, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but you know, I, I think um, the. the you can't really put a ceiling on his potential, I think is the point we're making, isn't it? And, mm. um, and you know, he really is that good. And we all hope he goes on um, to make 700 appearances for Leeds and, and, and that he's a, a legend for us. Um, let's be honest, in the current climate, it's unlikely. But let's enjoy him as much as we can while we've got him. And, and you know, we hope that he's uh, the advice that he gets and, and all of that sort of stuff is to, keeps him grounded. We've mentioned Calvin. Calvin were grounded. He, he turned down a big money move as well. Or, or I think he wants Shaw and the club turned it down based on the fact that he wants Shaw if he wanted to go or not. Granny Val put a stop to it, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and you hope that, um, you know, that, that situation and the advice that he's getting, especially given that the club run through him, um, is yeah. it, it, just um, uh, that bit better that allows not only us to enjoy him for that bit longer, but also for us to maximise the income that we'll get for him um, because he is on a, a, a youth contract still. And, you know, well, not a youth contract, but a short-term contract because you can only offer two, two years until 18, I think it is, isn't it? Um, yeah. So he's on a short-term contract. So you get him onto a five, six, 12-year deal um, and, and um, the club can really benefit from him as well as benefit from him. Chelsea did eight-year deals. Yeah, dickheads out there. Uh, so yeah, right. it, but, but you know he's he's just an amazing player to watch. Yeah, there's he's, talk he's of um, watching him play football. Like, yeah, there's talk. His birthday is in March or something. So I think every Leeds fan will be counting down the days to March when he turns eighteen, and <laughs> Leeds better be slapping some fat contract down in front of him. That's all I'm oh, saying. Absolutely, you can freaking guarantee that. Eighteenth birthday. There's a raise. <laughs> but if, if you're if you're actually great and that you know that obviously given the heritage, I mean it is a heritage, it's a great heritage that yeah. that's there mm. at the club, you know, he's well advised, he's got some really, really good group of people around him. Obviously his dad and his two uncles, etc. You know, you'd like to think that perhaps should he be dangled the golden carrot of the Premier League or maybe Bundesliga or wherever, you know, it may potentially take him, that there's an an element of uh, I won't call it a safety net, but maybe a do you really actually want to go to these clubs? Say we didn't get go well promoted at the end of this season. Is there a chance that he might stay and push, help us push on for next season for a promotion next season? Given the the people that he's got around him, the fact that he's a Leeds lad, that he's a Leeds fan, it's a bit romanticised perhaps. But do you think there's a chance that he might stay with us next season if we don't get promoted? There's a hope for it. I think you know, given his age, given his potential, given the fact that. Um, you know, from uh, a perspective of looking at the um, the management and coaching of of the club, it's a far cry from what it was last season. All right, it's not quite what it was in previous seasons, but it's it's as close as we've been 
Um, you know, Bielsa aside, this is probably the best coaching we've seen in, what, 20 years? Yeah. So, you know, he's getting the game time. He's getting played. I just want to, um, I just want to pop this question up as well because um, I, did, I did appreciate the question. So, Mark Wright asked, when Spence is fully fit, where does Archer players, Cameron and Ampadu, can't be dropped at the moment? It's a very, very good point. Um, well, I, I will answer it. I'll open it up to you guys first. What is my, what, 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 where do you go? <laughs> do you know what? It's weird because I've got exactly the same thing written, not specifically exactly, but nigh on exactly the same thing down here. Um, with for me at the minute, maybe disregarding Spence, I think this is the best 11 that we've got, you know, and, and with. Regardless of Jed Spencer's quality and stuff, I can't really see him nudging. None of the others will do. Obviously, your Shackleton's, your Aliens. I mean, Alien has obviously, I think he's swallowed the, you're a, well, you're not even a frigging bench bench player anymore. You're a squad man. You, you just, you're surplus to requirements, basically, as Ailey. Um But yeah, with Jed Spencer, I kind of wanted to see him in both games, both uh, Swansea and Borough. I kind of hoped that we might see him. Um, but you just can't, you just can't take him. You, you cannot take Gray out of that team. You can't, and if he's if he's a midfielder playing in a right back position, but he's playing so well, you're gonna to struggle to get any sort of excuse to, to to pull him out. Maybe to save him a little bit. I don't know. We, we might we might rest him a little bit over the over the winter when obviously the games are coming thick and fast through December. But as far as I'm concerned, Spence is just gonna to have to wait his turn. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. I don't see him. I, I just I can't see him being dropped. Yeah, and I think that that's that's an important element is recognizing just how many games we've got. It's a long season. There's a lot of games to come, and it's a good problem to have. Carl, what what's your thoughts? I think that uh, it's it's obviously a great thing that Spence is coming back, and and then whether he works his way back into the team is a different kettle of fish altogether. Like, but I think it's a good opportunity for Fark to be able to rotate that two in midfield now when Spence does eventually come back in. Like, Kamara's 28. I'm not going to go down the road of he's, he's over the hill now. <laughs> he's over the hill. That, that's, he's, you know the hill. he's got a year he's before he's over the hill, hasn't he? Yeah, he yeah, 29 yeah, when you brought 29. him off. Yeah, yeah. Zimmer um, frame for his 30th. But, but like, like you just said there, it is a long, grueling championship season. And I think if Spence is fit, I think the most important part of the season for me would be the Christmas period now at the moment and towards the end of the season. And that's where we need to start rotating. And and I think it's a good opportunity to A, give Archie a rest as well. And B, give the two lads that bit of kind of, you know, competition in midfield. Don't let them get comfortable. Look, Archie's back there now. I could rotate you anytime I want. And, you know, you could come out of the team because he's just at the same level as he in that position. So I think it offers a lot of opportunities to A, to give Gray the rest and to rotate the two in midfield. Um how do you bring Spence back into the team? I think the Christmas period will start to see him introduced maybe 15, 20 minutes to go. And I don't think it'll be great that it'll come off. I think it might be maybe one of the two uh, of Ampadu or Kamara that might come off and Gray will be pushed into midfield to give us that bit more pace and, and impetus going forward, I think. There's obviously the. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll probably touch on the, the FA Cup draw that we've uh, that, we, that we know that we've, we'll be facing. Um, obviously, we will expect to see uh, Spence probably in, in that in that cup tie. But to me, my, my only concern at the minute is: do we have potentially a, a, an Enketia situation where does he bugger off back to, to Tottenham in January? You know, there's obviously he's not playing. Uh, 
Mm. Well, if he's not playing, do you think, well, I can be guaranteed minutes at another team in the championship or somewhere else potentially? You know, do you, it, it's a headache for, for Fark to have, obviously, but it's not something that really sits well with me. Because um, there's no denying that Jed Spence, I mean, the, the brief, obviously, display that we've seen of him, but he, <laughs> he, he's, he is quality. I mean, you can see that. He's absolutely class. And he's but there's also rapid. He's rapid. Yeah, he's a, he's a great asset to have. I mean, to, but to have him sat on the bench, you know, it's one of them, but it's a, it's a headache. But obviously, there's, there's the Jade Nanthi argument as well. He's clearly talented. He's a, he's a very, very good player, and he's impactful when he comes and makes an appearance. But again, it's another player that's not really getting much game time who could be guaranteed... I mean, I think some some at lads touched on the uh, Brady and Coke. Actually, I, I know Luke were mentioning it in, in our chat anyway. But is there an argument that Jaden Anthony goes back to Bournemouth, given that they obviously, hopefully, Sinistera don't come back in in the reverse. <laughs> hopefully, they don't get rid of him. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just I just hope that they can find out some way of getting giving them both equal amounts of game time because we don't want to go shit or bust with Archie and end up injuring him because we've played him too much bloody football yeah. as a, yeah. as a young age. When you've got a frigging a quality signing there, just raring to go, who's got a lot to offer the team in equal in equal amounts, really. Let's be honest, because we haven't really seen what Jed Spence has got in his tank. We've had a little glimmer of it. I want to yeah. see more of Jed Spence. I don't want to ruin Archie. So it's it's one of them, isn't it? You know, it is one of them. But you know, we we have to get some of that rotation going, and I think the earlier you can, the less impactful it's going to be. Because if you think. Um, Ampadu's played every game, if, if if not just about every game. Um, James and Somerville are on fire. You know, they, they you look at their output. Um, you know, Piro's up up there as well. Um, but but the two of them on the wings. When you're talking about players being undroppable, I think I think that they're, they're they're the same. So Anthony's trying to work his way back in. Nonto's going to want more game time. Um, yeah. But you know the two of them, if fit and available, and they've trained well, um, they start and they start. You know, it, it might be that um, in the FA Cup they're not going to, and, and you know, it might be that if they're playing against so-called lesser opposition, you might start one of them and start one of the regulars. Um, but we've got to get some of that rotation in because otherwise we are going to see players getting leggy, getting burnt out, and and um, you know losing some of that impetus that we're building. And if we lose some of that impetus that we're building going into January, we won't take advantage of the fact that some of the impetus from Leicester and Ipswich specifically are going to be impacted by the Asia Cup and the African Cup of Nations. That's where we, yeah. we need to be really driving our advantage. So yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 just the, the one other thing that I want to mention just before we get off, you know, I, I, I know we're not really talking Borough anymore and we've kind of expanded on that, but the fact that their sent-off player was called Dick Steele is just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> is that what his name is? I didn't even know. Oh, yeah, I don't mean to go off topic at all together but it's kind of the same anyone hear the story about the darts player who's 20 who qualified for the world championships his surname is Bates I think his first name is Darren but his nickname is the master (laughs) and the world darts federation have told him now that he has to get a new nickname and he's like what (laughs) and he's gone on twitter asking fans what he should be called like planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, Ali McCoyce, if you listen to the clip, man, he absolutely creases <laughs> it. Like, it's awful. I love Alan McCoyce as well. He's yeah, great. he's class. Top man. Um, we are going to move on then. Um, we've got a, a bit on the FA Cup to, to to go on, and I know you have obviously got an update from the Legion United Supporters Trust bit, Gilly, but I'm going to bring this segment in a little bit early because we want to get over it before we go into the FA Cup. So here's the shit take of the week. Hey, oh, has got a shit take this week, my little spatter fact. It's <laughs> still brilliant, isn't it? Um... Hold on, someone's moved my frigging thingy. <laughs> someone's moved me chuffing stuff around the bastards. I can't find <laughs> the thing. I found it. Um, so this week, um, we haven't got numerous shit takes. We have just one to obviously sp- talk about between us. We still haven't decided whether it's something that we're all going to submit and we're going to talk about a few of them or whether it's just something that could, you know, collectively we're going to discuss on the pod. But here we go. And this is, got, this is why I wanted to talk about Melier a little bit now because this one's about Melier. It is a tweet from a G.J. Stutimor. I'm guessing, it, well, I actually know he's, he's, he's an American. He's some, some guy from the US of A. Melia has a save percentage of 62.7% this season. That's fourth bottom in the championship. The defence is fourth top in XG against and only conceding 1.05 games uh, goals sorry, per 90 minutes. And six clean sheets tied second in the league. I mean, it's just so jabbled and gabbled is this fucking thing. Simply means Melier is underperforming significantly versus shots on target. I mean, Gilly, please make sense of this. Where do you even start with that? <laughs> You're a numbers uh, player, Gilly. I, 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 um, we don't have to discuss I, the numbers. I mean, just the, the I, fact that I am a numbers man, set. but I hate the XG bullshit. And I think, um, you know, he's talking about uh, a start that puts him fourth bottom. But at the same time, um, that doesn't mean he's the fourth. Well, uh, uh, he's, he's bottom four of the capable players in the in the division. I think that there is an element that's that, uh, in the last paragraph. So, simply means Melia is underperforming significantly versus shots on target, and I think that makes a bit more sense than the bits around the numbers that 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 you can infer or that he's trying to say. Um, I think from a, a perspective of the second paragraph in there, the defence is fourth top in XG against, only conceding 1.05 goals per 90 minutes and six clean sheets tied second in the league. Right, so Melia's played every game. So what we're also saying is he's tied second in the league for the numbers of clean sheets, but yeah. he's just put he's just attributing that to the defence and everything yeah. else is Melia's fault. And it's like, no, yeah. hang on a minute. The defence and the keeper keep clean sheets together. That's why when you're playing fantasy football, your defenders yeah. get points for keeping a clean sheet and so does your keeper. Yeah. It, it's 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 a bit lies, damn lies and statistics. And and I don't I don't really like the XG 
HD four yeah. HD again, so and all of that. We, sort we don't of know. Updates. We don't like to talk about that sort of shit on here. We're not that kind <laughs> of podcast. We don't like. Kind of yeah, we're, like, we are a simple like bunch, but we don't like it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like the eye test. Is he playing well? Is he not playing well? Does he look shaky? Does he look um, <laughs> low on confidence? It, what colour are his boots? Why has he dyed his fucking hair blonde? Etc. <laughs> which we'll come on to. That was a shit um, so, so I think, you know, around around Melly, I, I'm frustrated with him because he gets beat too easy at his front post. Um, I think there's an element that says... Um, uh, he, he should be in a position where he's catching more. We had a bit of a conversation earlier in in, the, in our pod chat, uh, and Luke was saying he, he's got an inclination that maybe Melier has been asked to punch more than catch because he made some mistakes last last year when he were or last season when he were catching the ball. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like him to catch more because it puts us under pressure if he doesn't, um, and, and it relieves some of the pressure when he does. But yeah. um, I, I, I think. There's a lot can be inferred from stats, and you can really infer whatever you want to infer, uh, and and your know, agenda comes into it then. So absolutely, and like I said, if it fits whatever narrative you're trying to drive at that moment in time, you know we can make anyone look absolutely world class or absolutely shit. You know when you just have to look at take for example when you sign a player. You don't, you don't go, oh, I wonder if this guy's... I'm going to go and ask a few people's opinions on what it is. You go straight to YouTube and you watch the guy's best bits. Now, he's not going to show you, oh, this is both my best and worst bits. Here's me making an absolute world-class save or me, here's me letting one trickle past my fucking shin, you know. You, yeah. You're not going to show that sort of shit. So, like you said, the stats thing for me is absolute bollocks. And, again, the eye testing, that's the most important part for me. Yeah, but yeah, there's a there's a Carl. There's a, there's an argument, and I know there's a couple in, um, in in the comments saying um, that he gets beaten too easily at his near post. Mm. Now, I've got my own point or my own opinion on that. But what's your opinions on being beaten at his near post too easily and far too often? Um, I don't think. <sighs> can you put a lot of them down to him, or can you put a lot of them? equal amount down to the defence in front of him. You kind of... Like, the one there at the weekend, obviously, Archie has kind of been at one of those times where literally the only time that I can think of in the whole game where, where he got a little bit too ahead of himself. Well, they were early in match, one not So, yeah. you know, they're all not... You know, they're not warmed up to game yeah. effectively yet, are they? Um, and that can, the same can be said for Meslier to say that, you know, he might not be warmed up. But... Um, in relation to the XG and all that, it's like, is your man talking about like key passes? I think I mentioned it earlier in, in the group, like or key saves. Is he is he lost in the form table for key saves? Is he lost for in the form table? I think shots for, first, basically. Yeah, but like you can't... shots on target. So basically, what what I think where that guy is going defense, and what... how can he have the worst bit there. Like I, I like. I think yeah, but what I think the the, the stats saying or what the, the the take this guy's take is what mm. he's saying is basically if it weren't for the defense, he'd let everything in because any shot that's on target, he seems to fucking flap at or not save. I think that's where he's, he were basically going with it. Butcher has he never seen like shooting practice and fucking training? No, nine like eight, seven, eight out of ten of them go in when a, when a player's kind of in a position to shoot just yeah, yeah. against the keeper. It's like I, I don't know, like Gilly, same thing as well. So I, I can't I can't deal with that XG crap and all that. Like it's just if I see a player is playing crap, I'll say it. But the most I've seen of Meslier, he hasn't been playing that crap. No. 
You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't. I mean, be if you were if you were to see Melia coming out one on one with a keeper, with a keeper, with a with a striker, yeah. you'd probably. I mean, I'd I'd sure to back him than go against him in that situation. Yeah, 100%. I think so. Hundred percent. It's not even that. Think... We're, we're in the championship. Which other championship keeper would you pick over him in that situation? Well, exactly. Because we have He's to keeping Carl Darlow out. He's keeping yeah. Darlow yeah. out of the team. This you know, we don't thing. see what's going in again. Like you've already said, we don't see what's going on in training and what sort of effects he's having, yeah. and, and obviously the contributions he makes on a daily basis to the team, etc. But what we have to remember is this isn't like five aside. This isn't like a load of amateurs playing fucking football. These are good strikers. They're professional fucking athletes at the end of the day. I mean, if I, well, I'm, I'm an amateur footballer. I play five aside. I played eleven aside for a long, long time. I'm relatively good at shooting. I know which way I want to go. I, I can, I can, I can try and go to left hand side. I can try and go to right hand side. If I'm coming across a ball, I'm left footed. If I'm coming across a keeper, I know that he'll probably think I'm going to go into the right hand side because that's stereotypical. I typically where a striker will put it if you're left footed. But I won't. I'll cut across and go into his right hand side. That's me playing football as an amateur, sending mm. the keeper the wrong way, knowing that he thinks I'm going to go that way. What do all these fucking professionals just fucking take their brains out and leave them at the fucking doorstep? Like yeah. they're doing the exact same thing. He, he, there's a there's a keeper that, you know you're going to think right he's coming across me from my right hand side he's probably going to blast it in my top left corner so that's probably where he's inclined he's thinking he's, he might want to you know nice little cheeky TV save one for the highlights reels later on in life great stuff but he's not he's going to bob it straight above your head where he thinks you know <laughs> stereotypically you're not going to try and put your hand I don't know. That's just my take on it. But the whole he gets beaten at his near post, it's just fucking bullshit. At the end of the day, you don't know where he's going to fucking shoot. And they have milliseconds to fucking react to it. Yeah. So the whole the, the near post thing, that, that narrative for that. me is bollocks. Well, that, that, like I say, that's that my now. opinion. By all means, you know, give me yours. But at the end of the day, a shot's a shot. And if you save it, you save it. If you don't, you fucking don't. If you're yeah, but across, if, you, if you talk to any of those key, uh, um, keeper coaches that are coaching those professionals, what they'll say is you cover your front post. And if they put it in far post, fair play to you. It's more yeah, difficult yeah. to get it on target with the right power and the right accuracy going across the keeper. Yeah, and that's yeah. why yeah, they yeah. say you should go across your keeper because your keeper's not banking on it going there because they're covering the front post. Um, yeah. and no, I, I, I agree. I, I agree. Right but like, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to sit on I'm not sitting on the knife edge or the fence. I'm just trying to take a different perspective. Ooh, from don't things. sit on the knife edge. Ooh, that, no, that might be a bit so ass. No, we don't want that, do we? <laughs> no. You you, oh, yeah. you really like I don't know, should we get a t shirt with all these things that Smarty's saying ourways and just put on a t shirt? Like that could be our first merch drop. You put your thumb on, on it when edge. you sat on a knife edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The utensil. I've got quite a few little little things going on, I really fucking yeah. I have to come out with some shit. But but you know you know what I mean. You know what I mean though, don't you? I mean who are we to comment? Who are we to comment? Yeah, you're probably right. There there are a lot more professionals saying that you shouldn't be beaten that you the game's evolving. The strikers are cleverer. You know, you're looking at what you know, Shearer, Matlatissier, Viduka, they were all absolutely world class players. But if you if you put them toe to toe with a lot of modern day strikers, they wouldn't get a friggin' sniff, would they? Let's be honest. That's how far the the games evolved. Strikers are a lot cleverer than they were, and they they could do more bloody outrageous things. I mean, that were a well taken goal. I can't remember what his name was. Is that the was that the steel guy? La- no, no, it was it, it was Latte. Something, wasn't it? Latte. Latte laugh or something like that. You were called. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, some some fucking weird names going off. But yeah, it was a well taken goal. I mean, at the end of the day, he's blasted he it inside both, box. So he did get both. Uh, yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Shit house. Yeah. But <laughs> proper. Yeah. Proper but shit house. But there you go. 
Any, anything you know else what? to add on the whole Bremner, Melier thing? Well, Bremner, no, but Bremner's ghost. Yeah, he says, imagine how many red shearer would get for elbows with VAR. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Harry Kane got away with genuinely putting opposition um, yeah. uh, defenders at actual risk of serious harm every time he backed under them and dropped them on the shoulders and dropped them yep. on the back. Every single week, and he got away with it every week. So I think yeah. Chira would probably get away with it just as much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of naughty stuff that goes on. There were an interesting clip with Joey Barton. Um, I, I saw, I think, I, I couldn't remember if I, I shared it. <laughs> Which in the accent did he have at this point? Uh, it was a Scouse accent. It um, <laughs> was full blown Scouse. Time. No, I wasn't doing a French accent. It was full blown Scouse. And he was talking about the some of the antics and things that he used to get up to. And it's well worth a listen. I, I can't remember where, which podcast it was from because we're fucking useless, obviously. We're not going to give you that information. But it was good. But he, he said that there was stuff that you. Kids have uh, something on the download there in Schmarty's house on that's, the Xbox. That's not me this time, is it? Get not in. Too killy, no. <laughs> I've still got you, Carl. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's what you get for bringing out the good laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's really gone, hasn't he? Look he has. Yeah. Get a screenshot of that. Where's I've got no up? idea what he was about to say about Joey Barton either. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. Oh, you were. Oh, man. Right. Uh, you nearly went there now as well. Me? Oh shit! I thought you'd gone there. You, you definitely <laughs> stuttered a bit. Hey, oh, Smarty! Oh, oh, it's coming back. It's I'm coming back. back. I'm so back. we're doing a podcast. Uh, Hello there. My internet's just gone. <laughs> and some like, like you remember paperclip you used to get on Microsoft. Yeah. Fucking internet's just gone. Yeah, the internet's fucked. Um, so sorry, sorry about that. I don't know where I got to, but I suppose it don't it don't really matter now. Um, shall no, we no, move no. on you to the FA Cup? You were telling us what Joey Barton was about to tell us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, you you guys had carried it on, obviously, in the comments or whatever, but, you know, whatever. I didn't know. Uh, but no, it, no it, 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 was going about, it was going on about what antics and stuff that p players used to get up to if they, if they knew that the liner weren't looking and, the, and obviously the referee, they weren't looking, they were getting smacked and elbowed and all sorts in face. And it's just it's just completely different now. And that's the that's the kind of thing that VAR brings in, that no one is safe anymore. But then again, I suppose... That it? In, in, we waited all that time for that. Well, this is what I'm saying. Story. It wasn't that fucking important. Jesus Christ. Hold, what hold, a story, hold. Yon is. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you a bit of a better one. I'll tell you a bit of a better one that appeared on, on my uh, feed on Twitter. This it week. was quite decent, to be fair, but I've kind of just skipped over it to get into the next thing. But oh, yeah, you, you, you fucking shoot me down shit. all you want. You fucking shoot me down all you want, mate. You crack on. Let's say, oh, I hope um, this, be this better be fucking funny, by the way. Oh, this is good. Go no, no, it's not no, funny. Yeah. It's nice. Ah, well, don't worry about it. Gennaro Gattuso went to Rangers and um, there were there were this thing where they were all supposed to turn up in suits. Um, and uh, so what happened was um, Gaza took him to the suit shop and he said, right, okay, so there's this thing here and you get to claim it all back and, and you do this and you do that and I'll do that for you. So pick out the suit that you want and, and, and get, a, get a couple or whatever. And um, Gaza spent 10 grand. There were no... There were no deal with the club at all and, and this tailor Gaza just bought it out of his own money and Gattuso found out like a season or two late we were only 18 he knew nobody he, 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 didn't, he, he didn't speak Scotch at least even if he spoke English um, <laughs> but, but um, yeah no it was just a nice story That's a fucking drink there's, there's, a, there's a lot of shit that you hear about footballers and you don't often hear about some of the nice stuff that goes on and yeah. um, you know Gaza is a ledge uh, but for that one, for me, it just went up slightly. You know, already high in estimations. But um, no, that was just a nice one that I saw this week. So, fuck Joey Barton. 
that's, that's a good one, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck Joey. Um, average footballer, would you say? Not that it matters that we don't need to really speak about it too much. Gaza! I thought, no, Joey Barton. Gaza were fucking oh. world class. Woo! Jesus Christ, steady on. He's fucking, I would have he's the reason, some shit there. He's the reason I kick a <laughs> yeah. fucking football in first place. He won, but I've always said that Euro 96 were the, were the main uh, reason I started watching football. With the first Charlie opportunity Hendry. I managed to watch any live uh, football. Yeah, Colin Hendry, absolutely. Colin Hendry, and um, then the... Uh... The, the what is it? The uh, dentist chair. Dentist chair. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We had Darren what Anderton, Shearer, and someone else. Wasn't they squirting water? Yeah, uh, squirting. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, was, it was cordial by the looks of it. Yeah, get some fucking cordial in you. Uh, but no, he's the, he's the he's the reason I kick a football. Fucking fantastic bloke. Um, I've met yeah, him once. He's absolutely um, absolutely shit first in Newcastle. <laughs> you do surprise me. Yeah, it was shocker that shocker horror. Um, FA Cup news, Gilly. Yeah. Who have we got? Um, and what, we have, what new records have, have been set? We have got Posh in the FA Cup. And for the 13th time, we are not going to be playing at home, uh, which yes. is now a record. No other record. side in the history of the competition has ever been drawn away from home uh, in consecutive rounds of the FA Cup. Before. And for the benefit of uh, those residing in other countries, who are the Posh exactly? Oh, it's Peterborough. Peterborough United. There you go. Yeah. And they're called the Posh Why? Uh, lots of um, <clears throat> fettling themselves. Fucking <laughs> hell. Pardon? <laughs> I'm not from no. these vans. What's that? Have you, not, uh, you fettled yourself. Don't you give me that, Cal. Well, Jesus no, but Christ. Like, what? Plenty of, plenty of Tommies. I'll tell oh. you off air. <laughs> sound, sound, sound. No A certain tank. That's the one. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Like the master anyway. bits, is it? Anyway, um, <laughs> shall we talk briefly about the uh, Legion United Supporters Trust uh, general meeting? Yeah, we can Annual do. Yes. Go on, um, so I attended the AGM last night. Um, so I'll just give some brief updates. It, it went on for an hour, um, and it's the the first AGM I've attended. Uh, it was pretty well run. Um, there were a couple of new board members that had been um, uh, that, that were voted in on the evening, but to be fair, I think that the, the, a lot of the work and the groundwork had been done, so it was just verification of them joining. Um, and there's a, a new chairman, um, Josh, I think his name might be. Oh, uh, a lot of the names are unfamiliar to me. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, were, it, it, it were decent and it was a fair fair insight into the goings-on around the lust. Um, so th there was a bit of a, a financial update that they gave in terms of you know how much money have we got you know cash on hand at the bank and and yeah. how, what's the expenditure <clears throat> been and, and and that sort of thing. Um, but they also spoke about the elements around fundraisers. So they've done fundraisers themselves. Um, they used some of the money that they'd done uh, that they'd raised through fundraisers and through the um, the memberships uh, to top up the square balls. Um, Gary Speed Walk. Uh, in yeah. order to get them to their target. So there were a few hundred that were donated there. Uh, but they've done a lot of work with both North and South Leeds food banks as well. So uh, it was nice to see the the, the detail that was shared on that. Uh, moving past the, the finance bit, there was um, uh, a bit of a holding thing rather than an update around ground development. So they were speaking about safe standing and the feedback that the club uh, has, has been garnering around the safe standing and, and what they might do around the ground. Uh, but it was a bit of a holding pattern of we're hoping for a, a, a real meaningful update soon from the club rather than anything mm. that the, that was really juicy. Um, 
Just the other bits were around um, murals. They are looking for um, places to put murals. Um, so if you know of anywhere in the surrounding areas that uh, would be fairly easy from a planning permission perspective, so if it's the a gable end of a side of a pub or something like that that's on private What's ground. What's the furthest uh, mural mural <laughs> i said mural carl <laughs> what's the mural what's the furthest mural mural uh, away from the city center i reckon it's probably if it counts i reckon it's probably the menston one which is in a fee, uh, the middle of a field and is Bielsa. Yeah, i was thinking i think that that's one. probably the furthest but it's just a small one do we that... know what mileage cuz i'm more than happy to let them paint something on my house and i'm about i think we're about 7 mile away are we I think the only thing, so I was thinking about the house that sits between me and you, uh, that's opposite yes. Tesco at the yeah, top, I mean, and I was I thinking about saying. the gable end there. Um, do we think it'd just get eggs by uh, cheesy, jealous uh, dog botherers? No, I wouldn't have thought so. There's not that many dog um, botherers around, would be us, is there? They're more Murfield I, way. I, I, yeah, I was thinking there. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, a, a, anybody that's got any ideas, especially if it's like on the side of a pub or whatever, um, then um, pass that through to, uh, to to Lust or pass it to us. If you DM us, we can pass it along. Uh, there was a bit of an update on international supporters group. So um, Lust goes have done um, plenty of work with uh, the Lust uh, and with the SAB. Uh, which is a spot of the advisory board. Uh, so that's that's got fans on the board and, and, and so on. So um, from a, 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 But there's also been some great work done. Unfortunately, I only took down the name of one of the American supporters groups, but there are two American supporters groups that have worked closely with Lust and have done fundraising and, and provided uh, funding over there. Uh, and just the last bit was around uh, Cooper's testimonial. So uh, it looks oh, right, like okay. um, uh, th- there's going to be testimonial year should I say I don't know about testimonial match but um, it, it looks like there's a celebration coming that's going to involve Good. I think what I think what was said was past and present players will be part of it it's, um, um, and if it's anything season, like it? Lucas Radaby's it will be amazing because that's one of the best days I've ever had supporting Leeds it Lucy Ward played in Radaby's uh, yeah. 10 men we've only got you? 10 men <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bad. yeah. Bad. and Vinnie Jones absolutely flattened her yeah did it excellent yeah god she's a good spy Lucy though she's she's a cracking she's she's she, yes, I really enjoy her uh, commentary as well by the way but um yeah no I think um yeah the, the testimonial I mean, I always used to think it were it was based on what how many appearances that you made, not by uh, how yes. long that you'd been at the club. For some yeah. reason, and I don't know why, but uh, is his ten years next year, isn't it? It is, but, and it, to, to be fair, if it were twenty gaffers, it could probably just about qualify for that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, good. Um, no, no, thanks for the update, mate. I mean, I did used to follow a lot of the lust stuff. I was a member, um, but I, but I sacked it off a couple of years ago because I just didn't pay any attention. I just I basically got it for badge because you get a little. You get a little Legion Knights support and stuff, but I didn't. I didn't, obviously. But um, but no, I, did, I never went to any of the uh, general meetings and stuff. But no, it's, I'm, I'm glad you did, actually. I didn't know you'd gone. I wish I'd have known. But uh, no, thanks for the update, mate. Uh, uh, Blackburn. Meeting, mate. I, I, didn't, I didn't go anywhere. It was just All right, meeting. okay. Oh, well, it's, the times have changed, aren't they? This is pre-COVID, obviously, when I went, so things have changed yeah. since then. Uh, just one thing, one comment uh, that I've highlighted here. Uh, Jamie's in the comments and said, Carl is looking quite healthy for him, isn't he? So basically, I mean, Jamie. For him, yeah. For Carl, for Carl, he doesn't look half dead. Um, you're looking all right, mate. 
You, you seem to look all right whenever I see you. You don't look dead when I see you. So, I'm okay, you know, yeah. I, I, like, I might look like I get dragged through a fucking bush sometimes, like, but, you know, that's that's normal. You're taking enough, your like. vitamins? Oh, yeah, all the time. All, all, the time. That, all that vitamin D? Yeah. A bit of D, do you? No, not that. Blackburn away <laughs> this weekend. Um, they suffered a 3-1 loss to Sheffield Wednesday at the weekend. Mm. Oh, hang on, um, hang on, hang on. Oh, hold Here's on. a question. Can you three name all managers Cooper's played under? Let's go round. Let's go round room. Right. So we're starting. You, you, you start us off, Carl, so and, we're start... and, and we'll just go round. So we're starting in 2014. Ooh. I can't remember which manager. If I had a starting point, would it Redford? I don't think we have to do it in order. No, just name some oh, right, managers. Okay. okay. Um, I, well, I'll I'll give you a really good one. There's uh, Darko Milanic. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to say Farker. <laughs> Go oh, on, yeah. Marcelo Bielsa. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dave Hockader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Hawk. Uh, I'll go Christensen. Uwe Rosler. Nice. Monk. I don't know why I'm taking all hard ones here. <laughs> <I was laughs> I'm going to that one You want to sit on them and save them? Yeah, I'm going to say. Paul well, Heckenbottom. Yeah, with my go, I'll go Bielsa. You've gone Heck. So I'll go hacking ball. Sorry, <laughs> Steve Evans. Oh, fuck Evans. So I'll have Farker. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've, did I start with Redfern? Yeah, I think I did. Didn't I? No, yeah. you went Milanic in the end, didn't you? Oh, you did. Oh, actually. yeah. We'll go with Redfern as well then. He had Redfern uh, a couple of times. Sam, Allardyce. you did have Redfern a couple of times. Does that you mean that fucking in... shit house? Look at him with his fucking <laughs> Sam. That, does that mean you you've had Redfern and nobody else can, even though you had him twice? No, nope, you can't have him. You can't him. have Redfern. Right, it's okay. only once. Right. Who did you say, Carl? Uh, big Sam. Allardyce. Ooh. Javi Gracia. Oh fucking Jesse Marsh. Come <laughs> 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 on, Carl. That must be it. No, nope. I know no, one more. I've got, I've got one more, <laughs> man. Come on, Carl. Uh, come on, Carl. I can only think of one more, and I think it might only be one more left. <laughs> I, oh. Fucking hell! I think I've got a sneaky one. Yeah. Go on then, right. Gilly. I'm going then, Scooby. Ooh, Scabala. Oh, I've got a bit of a snide one, but I don't think you were a, a manager then, so it doesn't matter. You right. want, want in control, but I think I think that's it. I think we're all covered, aren't we? I'm not 100 percent certain if Hockaday was. No, he it, was. Jay's Jay's in the Hockaday was. I think Hockaday he was the first yeah. one. Hockaday was the first one, but there's another one. He's been on this pod, McDermott. McDermott. Wasn't. He wanted oh. want here then. Yeah, no, it was too too early. That's it? way. That's way too early. Um, yeah, it was 2014 when he signed. McDermott were 12, no, 13, 14. And we had the blue stripe down yeah. the middle of the jersey as well. He wasn't here for And that. can I just say that um, that eye-tie bastard can piss off because nobody believes that he was saying, get rid of the couch, not yeah. get rid of the coach. No one believes that for a It second. was a purple coach. Fuck off, dickhead. <laughs> purple coach? <laughs> get rid of the coach <laughs> fucking idiot for those that probably don't know I have a clue what we're talking about um, his lord and saviour um, 
Well, I uh, Carl, Carl's, Carl's, Carl's namesake, actually, <laughs> looks a lot like Carl. Chilino uh, was interviewed recently. So, well, you know what I mean. Um, Likeness? Carl, Carl, was, uh, Carl was, yeah, given the doppelganger of, uh, of Chilino. Mm. Anyway, Chilino was interviewed this week, um, say that he misses Yorkshire, Yorkshire, um, misses Yorkshire pudding, misses Leeds, and uh, he, he also came out with this sort of revelation that he never said sack the coach. He said that he'd seen a purple couch somewhere in the stadium and he told him to get rid of the couch. And so they sat Brian McDermott, which, like Gilly <laughs> says, no one fucking in a million years believes that bullshit. amount of bullshit. And, that, and then we chased yourself. him round in a taxi for hours to the to the extent where the taxi company had to say, yeah. can you let our driver out yeah. because he needs to get home for his tea? <laughs> Biggest load of old bollocks. Oh, uh, anyway, it's, 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 and, just, a, it's um, just never ending at this club, isn't it? Yeah, so Jay's just popped up and said McDermott was 13-14. I think he yeah, was. Yeah, but it was summer he was 14. Definitely, he was definitely appointed on my birthday, which is the 12th of April. I remember that one. What, uh, McDermott? Yeah. Yeah, but Pointed it was... 12th of April, he was. That was 12th, uh, 12, 13, wasn't it? That yeah, was it would 13, have been 12th of the end of the 12-13 season. Because he yeah, took yeah. over fucking Colin, didn't he? Uh, yes. So... so. Uh, no, anyway. he, um, he took over from Redfern, who was caretaker. All oh, right, yeah, of course, yeah, sorry. But, yeah, anyway, anyway dig- we're digressing slightly. Um, Blackburn at the weekend, then. How do we think it's going to go down? Are you looking forward to it? Have either of you going, Carl? No. Not bothering? Not no, I'll, I'm I'll, not going. I'll, I'll watch it on the radio. You watch yeah. it on the radio. <laughs> watch it on the radio. <laughs> that international radio setup stuff that we've Yes, we've the got. video yeah. wireless. The video yeah. wireless, yes, it's a, it's yes. a common, um, it's a common one. Yeah, no, I'll I'll be watching it. Um, uh, not on the radio because um, it's available because it's the early kickoff, isn't it? Oh, um, oh, is it? So, um, nice. yeah, I'll I'll be um, I'll be watching that. I I know that there's a few friends of ours that are going over because we are at the Leeds United Christmas Bash on the evening. Um, Some of us are. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no, it'll. Um, I, I think I think that'll be a good game. Um, and I think if you consider um, what uh, Blackburn did at the weekend, um, I am fair, by, by which I mean they got absolutely slaughtered by Chef Wednesday. Uh, I'm going into this one confident. I know it won at home, but still, Chef Wednesday are absolutely terrible. Dog shit. Uh, and therefore, I am um, thinking that this one might be a, a fair one for us to, to go into. You know, we're carrying good momentum. Swansea and Borough are decent sides. I think um, the league table lies when you look at Swansea. Um, and I know that yeah, they have been, yeah. were there, but, well, we said but that I, the, I think the they're better than their league we? position. We said that we on Bradding Code, didn't we, when we thought that this... this oh, no. Oh, no. No, it'll be the third kit, Giddy. Yeah, but they're both shit. It's yeah, been but... eight million yeah. days since we've won in anything but a white kit. We've it, got it, to break it, the curse at some point, shit. haven't we? Yeah. When we get rid of the shit away kits. Man, I yeah. like the, the actual Absolutely away shite. It's an hell of a point, like. It's an hell of a point. Acid FC have owned up to creating them kits. And I think that's that's a really bold move on their part because they're both absolutely shite. I quite like Diabolical. I can't speak. And and do you know what, Carl? That makes you part of the problem and not part of the solution. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we've gone straight into what I know bitter, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't think we need to now. I think you've. I think you've, uh, I think you've said it. But 
I don't agree with the whole blue shirt. I know we're digressing yet again for a change, but I do really like the blue shirt. The, well, the, the, fruit, in it, then. the fruit salad fucking thing. No, no. no it's, it's one of them. No, no. I'll probably we'd, end up buying it for about 10 pence in the season. If it were any yeah, good, blue... we'd be winning in it. Yeah, but that's his fuck all to do with kits. And, and consider their kit. They're playing what? Blue and white halves? We're definitely in that fruit salad bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah we're in fruit salad. Yeah, we are but in fruit salad. But we've won in that. Haven't we? Yeah. No, yeah. we haven't. Yeah. We haven't won an away, any away shirt since oh, any away uh, the shirt. Purple, We've won away from home purple. in our home shirt. Yeah the, yeah, the purple one was the last one when we, we beat Brentford to stay in the Premier League. That was the last time we won in a proper away shirt. Lilac. Holy fucking shite. Anyway, shit. Blackburn, Carl, are you looking forward to it? Give me your thoughts and then we'll get a prediction from you both. I am looking forward to it. Uh, I think, like Gilly said, there's a lot of momentum going into this game after the last two, especially with uh, how we played in the second half against Swansea was a bit meh. Um, but to, to up the performance again against Middlesbrough, I, I think we've, boy, we haven't lost in since... Uh, when was the last Stoke. loss? It's that long ago, I can't really Stoke. remember. Stoke? Stoke, yeah. So I said that twice. Sorry, Gilly yeah. was uh, there. We've had a draw, uh, and uh, you know, it's all wins really. Like I'm, I'm fairly confident going into this one. To be fair, like more so than I have been the last two, three games, maybe. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, are you looking forward to seeing any potential players coming into the fold. Or are you going as as per the weekend? I- I think just leave it as it is. You don't change a winning don't change team. Don't change a winning team, do you? You don't change no. a winning team, do you now, Carl? <laughs> not at all. Like Absolutely not. And um, maybe try and get Spence in at some point if we're comfortable. Um, maybe around the 60th minute mark or something. I would even go as far as to maybe just give him 15 minutes, see how he settles in and, and go from there. Like mm. He's been to the games. I'm, um... <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking forward to it I think it'll be a good game um, it's against a good team as well I like, I, I like Blackburn for some reason I don't mm. I, mean, I don't like them like them like go for a pint with Blackburn lads but I, I just they've got good heritage and they're, uh, they seem they seem a decent lot so yeah I am looking forward to the game I'm looking forward to just like I say just extending this unbeaten run that we seem to be picking up now we're, mm. uh, we're, in, we're hitting some good form the team's playing very very well I think they're starting to, to gel a lot more now and I think I think we'll do well. I think we need to put at some point, like the, like you said about the whole away kit. We need to put this cursor away for at some point. And why can't it be against a, a, a relatively decent side? You know, like you said, that you know, we've been we've lost away away at some fucking shit sides. You know, some yeah. really, really, I mean, Rotherham were absolute dog shit. But then again, you know, we didn't exactly cover ourselves in glory. So yeah, we've got to break it at some point. Um, I'm hoping for a resounding win. So I will come to you, Mr. Gill, please, for a prediction. You're coming to me for a prediction or the prediction? A prediction. I want your prediction, please, for the game. Auto no better predictions. I'm still playing that. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> oh, fair enough, cat's bait. Um, I've, I've been fairly solid with this one uh, and I'm sticking with it. I'm going to go 3-1 leads. I think it'll be unlikely we'll stop Smodic from scoring. Um, I think he now has something mad like 14 in 19 uh, this season. Um, and really? He scored at the weekend um, against Chef Wednesday, but Chef Wednesday were too good for him, which is absolutely crazy for me to say well, because yeah. they are absolutely shite. Um but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sticking my neck out. 
we're not going to keep a clean sheet, but we are going to score some goals, and I'm going three one. Yes, Carl. Four one. Four one to fucking Leeds. Yeah. Jesus. Leeds. Yeah. Four one Leeds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One four then. I mean, we've not won a game away, you know, in, in an away shirt for fuck knows how long, and Carl's getting his balls out and going four one. You've got to respect that to a degree. Well, I'm I'm um, just sick of this shit, man. Let's get it done. Four one, done. Four one. Uh, Liam B was in the comments first for the fans' prediction, so I'm going to go with that, and and they have gone three nil leads. Are you sure? Yeah, I can yeah, see about one. eight before him. Yeah, they've got to scroll before him. Yeah. 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 And you picked them now. Picked him now. Uh, oh no! Hang on a minute. He said it twice. Yeah, about to say we're way, we're way up. Right up. We'll go right Paul up. Brennan were just. Paul Brennan was just in front of him. But you was know, it? if if, Sorry, if, if you want to ignore him, that's on you. Sorry, Paul. I, I, I didn't see your little comment there. Sorry, apologies. Well done, Liam. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go two-one lead. Oh, you scab! I two just one. don't. Yeah, I, I, I can't see us winning 3-0, 3-1 or 4-1. I just, no. Uh, and Brendan Lurk, pessimistic. So I, I don't know. No, that's fine. And Brendan's at top of the league, but Luke was getting a bit uppity in the uh, chat this week about the order that we need to do it in. So I'm not going to tell Brendan what everybody else has gone for while he's at work. I'm just going to message him and ask him for his prediction before he's had yes, a chance Yes, give me your prediction, you shithouse, and not before Thursday when you find <laughs> out what the team is and all that sort of thing. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because we, we cottoned on to that little tactic that he was employing straight away. <laughs> He's a sneaky bastard, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, Cooper's playing. Oh, he might concede oh, oh. Can I? Can um, I just? Can I just? Take it? I, I, I am absolutely not doing stats. They, they, this is a, a, a scurrilous accusation that I will He's not. He's in stand a for. happy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing stats. Poor stats. He really hurt himself the other week when they came on. He wants to. He wants to come on a little bit more. Bless him. Yeah. Bless him. He's a man that knows his shit. That's Unless you put him yeah. on the spot, actually. He's a man that knows his shit. Is that what you said? He's a man that knows his shit. His shit. His shit. Not that he is yeah, shit. Not, not his shit. I don't think he's shit. I think he's a <laughs> bloody lovely lad. But, uh, yeah, but if we once broke him on, on one of here and he got one of the questions wrong, we're like, ah, fucking hell, what do we bring you on here for if you're going to be wrong, you dickhead? <laughs> he didn't know where to look. I think it were, um, oh, what were that, uh, uh, Lehigh that we had in? On, remember when we did a, oh, yeah. a live Lehigh. with him, Eric Lehigh, we had him on. And I think one of the stats, the actual stats, was wrong. Cat's <laughs> fucking sacked. Get off. I think I were on that one actually. I'd yeah. forgotten that. There were a few of us on where. Um, do we have any other business? Obviously, you've obviously had your little rant about things because that's what you like to do. Anything else to add to your bitterness? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fairly, uh, fairly okay with the way that things are going. Uh, it's one of them where... Do you want to say anything are... about Patrick Bamford's uh, new hair? Do you know, if it takes the attention off his playing, I'm all for it. <laughs> Everybody Cal. enjoyed him coming on the pitch at the weekend, and I think that's the first time that's happened for a while. A so. couple of chances for him when the uh, when the, when the penalty was given as well. <laughs> I thought that was a bit hard, <laughs> but I still chanted. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear what the Borough fans were singing at him? No. Did you not hear what they were singing at him? No. They were thinking he's just a young Jimmy Savile. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Which I yeah. thought were absolutely... Oh. Well Touching cloth, that. 
Well done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, like, fair play. You can't really knock them, you know, whatever. No. Shit house bastards. Um, but no, the one thing like I would say, say is that um, Bryn, Bryn uh, who is a friend of the pod, he's a really, really big fan of Pat Bamford. Loves him. Thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, Bryn Johnson. Tell you what, he'll be apoplectic with rage now. <laughs> oh, Bryn Johnson. <laughs> Bryn yeah. Johnson. He's got all, all of his shirts. He's got number nine Bamford on That's back it. of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I know the guy. Yeah, I know the lad. Yeah, he's a top lad. <laughs> He'll be he'll be delightful. Last heard uh, or last seen going into one of the nearest barbers in Pontefract asking for his hair bleaching. So I heard. Anyway, yeah, yeah, make me look like this legend here. <laughs> Can you tattoo number nine Bamford on me back as well at the same time? He's dying on God. And his man club. <laughs> and his man club leads um, the events this month. Are the Sunday the 10th is the Barber Club at W2 Barbers on Easterly Road. Um, come and get your hair trimmed or bleached if you like. I don't know. They'll probably do it. Um, any proceeds and everything goes to Andy's man club. So get yourself down there for a, a chat and a wax and a whatever you want. You, I'm sure they'll do it. Friday the 22nd. Pool and Snooker Night at Northern Snooker Centre at Kirkstall Road. If you fancy going and uh, thinking you're a, a bit of a snooker legend or a pool legend, get yourself down there and go and meet some new chums. Um, Gilly likes to play with balls as well, so you, you might even see him in there. Who knows? Sunday the 31st of... Oh, is it New Year's Eve? Oh, we've got, we've got a little New Year's Eve session on. It's a walk and talk at Temple Museum alongside Women's Wellbeing Network. Uh, Leeds Dads and Mental Health Mates Leeds. Meeting at the Temple News and Cafe. All right, very good. That sounds like a good yeah, bunch. Yeah, so that's that, that's that's four different <clears throat> um, charities. So um, the, the the Women's Network one is basically a mirror image of what Andy's Man Club have been doing. For yeah, yeah. Oh, very hours. good. That seems like a good, uh, a, a nice little trip out, actually. I might see if I can make one in. Um, so, yeah, anyway, chaps, if we don't have anything else, um, I'm going to shut this off. Anyone get anything else? Thank you, everyone. No, in I'm the off comments. with my kitty. I'm starving. Yeah, oh, you, you got your kitty. Get it finished. He's got his kitty. He's got his kitty <laughs> coming on. Um, thank you, everyone else, for obviously contributing in the comments. Everyone for uh, for like say interacting. Uh, thank you too for uh, for being on with me this evening. And hopefully, we'll uh, we'll be back on Baradi and Cook with another win in our shit away shirt. But you know, we'll want we'll to see, won't we? <laughs> thank you again. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Barati & Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars, Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.